What's up, FA Nation? Uh, it's Matt Sells here, and ordinarily you would also hear the voice of Dan Malin, but he's on vacation uh, in Florida, I believe, this week. He's been sipping Mai Tais and I think looking for his red stapler. Uh, so I am joined by Ed Rouse. He's back again. He was here a couple of weeks ago to fill in for me. So uh, what did you think of Bristol? Uh, hey, well, first of all, welcome. Uh, everybody to the podcast and uh, to Dan Malin, not welcome. How do you go on vacation during the playoffs of NASCAR? Come on! Playoffs of NASCAR, you're on vacation sipping my ties. He doesn't like the playoffs, to be clear, so it doesn't really matter. And football season! Okay, I'll give him some credit, though. He he does do a lot of work here, just like you, and uh, he does deserve it. So, Dan Malin, kudos to you. Enjoy your vacation. Bristol was a lot of fun. I enjoyed watching the race um, from a fantasy perspective. I did not. Uh, but from a, a NASCAR fan and Ryan Blaney fan, I uh, enjoyed watching the race. So it was a great race. Uh, Kurt, Kurt Busch, Tyler Reddick to go out like that uh, was a little rough for me. Um, I really had Kurt Busch in a lot of my lineups too last week, and it kind of killed me. I was kind of high on him. Um and but you know he's switching teams. He's going to Michael Jordan, so uh, we'll see how he does next year because his year is over. Well, as far as uh, contending for a championship, but um, looking forward to Vegas this week. Um, very interesting race here. It's almost like kind of like a uh, I don't want to say dart throw, but you know points reset. We're we're round of twelve and uh, a lot to talk about. So let's jump into it, shall we? There is a lot to talk about. Also, the uh, Chase Elliott, Kevin Harvick beef. At oh, the end of yeah, Bristol, yeah, yeah. Uh, where oh, you oh. had the 45-year-old complaining that the 25-year-old was more mature than he was at the end of that race. Can I talk about this real quick? Yeah. He went towards <laughs> Elliott with his helmet on, full gear, and then all of a sudden, Elliott got in his face. And as soon as Elliott left the situation, helmet comes off. Like, all right, let's go now. Like, hold me back. Like, type of like a bar fight. I was like, what are you doing with your helmet on, man? Come on. Come on, Harvick. But Yeah, Harvick didn't look so great in that in that spot there. Um, kind of the get off my porch look a little bit for <laughs> Harvick. Um, now, I will say that there are people that are complaining that, you know, Elliot had fresh tires. He came out past four people and then sat directly in front of Horvick. Um, and I guess there's radio where Elliot is asking, like, if Larson's good or, like, you know, basically, do you need me to be a block for my teammate? Uh, it's not exactly the, the first time that's happened this year, let alone in NASCAR history. So, um I get Harvick being upset because it was a shot to win and he hasn't done that at all this year. Um, but, like, take your helmet off, man. Like, <laughs> take your helmet off. Come on. It's like the – it's like um, – I don't know. It's like a catcher storming the – you know, running up the mound and not taking his, his catcher's mask off. Oh, yeah, it's the same thing, man. It, 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 it's like, like a, a boxing match, but somebody leaves that headgear on the other person's out. It's like it's to come on. It didn't. It didn't look good. Um, and I think it actually turned some some people around. On Elliot, got some more respect for the way that he handled it. Like, oh yeah, just talk to people like a man. Take your helmet off. Get face to face. Talk. But you know, Bristol does that to people. Uh, it was an elimination race. Uh, so now you know, we get to go to 
the first actual intermediate track in the playoffs because we haven't been on a mile and a half track mm-hmm. in quite a while. Interesting. Um, Vegas usually produces a pretty good show. Um, I will say, though, that it is one of the mile and a halfs where track position is king here. It can be tough to pass at Vegas. Um, tire wear, not the biggest issue here. You can have a couple of lines of, you know, to, to move around. It's not like a Kansas or a Homestead. Um, but it generally puts on some interesting races unless one guy has his car so well set up that you can't catch him, which is entirely possible to happen here, it's given what possible. Kyle Larson did here earlier this year. <laughs> um, you know, he's on the pole again. Highest so, owned, highest owned, probably. Yeah, probably. It's pretty hard to see him not be, even though he's the most expensive on uh, DK at 11-1. That's actually not that bad for a pole sitter for a guy that won here earlier this year. He's been more expensive than that twice in the last three races. Um, and both of those times, he led more than 150 laps. So... Uh, you know, he wasn't even on the pole for those. So this could be a runaway and hide for Larson this week. Yeah, no, it very well could be. And um, I'm not expecting that, to be honest. But um, he he does have the right of way, I guess. Pole sitter, he's looked good here earlier this year. Mile and a half has been kind of his go-to, except for Atlanta. <laughs> Ryan Blaney. But, you know, uh, Ryan Blaney is right behind him, too, at at, at, at two. And uh, another guy who's at 9-1. I mean, you got the guy in second. I know I'm a Ryan Blaney fan, everyone. I'm sorry for constantly putting Ryan Blaney down everyone's throat. But look what he's done this year. He's had his best year ever, and he's really good a mile and a half. And starting I was second, actually just going just gonna to ask, is the 2K price difference, like, that intriguing uh, team. It is. It is. It is. It really is. That's a that's a huge, huge, huge difference in, in a course like Vegas. It just really also is. Also, keep in mind that Blaney's been the fastest Penske car in the 550 package this year. Um, yep. And he's been quite good at Vegas, generally speaking. Um, he definitely should have won there last year. Oh, yes. He pitted with like what three laps to go. Yeah, for tires. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that yeah, is. that was. Um, but it should be. It, it it could be very very interesting here with those two guys leading the field. Um, I want to say something here. What I noticed because I listened to the radios on the app and everything. Ryan Blenny does not like Kyle Larson. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that right now. There's been a few times this this year d- d- during races where Larson was ahead, where Ryan Blaney has used cuss words, and says I'm gonna get that effer, or I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going after him. There's something between them that I've heard multiple times on multiple races, and when he beat him in Atlanta, it meant a lot to him. He doesn't like that guy for some reason. I don't know why it is. Maybe it's what happened to him, and maybe he just uh, against it or something. But there's Ryan Blaney does not like Kyle Larson. I'm just putting it out there. That is pretty interesting to hear, though, because, you know, Larson, yes, he had his transgression last year, but he has come back, he put in community service, which he had been doing before that, just to be clear. Um, so it's kind of interesting because he's a decently liked guy around, um, you know, unless you're Christopher Bell and you've gone head-to-head with him on a dirt track <laughs> and, you know, kind of lost half the times you've gone against him. Um, More than half, yeah. 
But Blaney's <laughs> not really a dirt guy, so it's it's just kind of interesting. There's something um, there. I've, I've heard it on the radio, him saying, I'm going to get this effer, or I'm coming after this effer. And he didn't say that about anyone else. And I've heard it multiple times in multiple races this year on the radio from Blaney when Larson was ahead of him. So, so you heard something it here there. first. Fireworks yep. on lap one at Vegas. Blaney's <laughs> taking out Larson. <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that, you know, Blaney's not going to take out anyone. He's He races. He's a, just a really good racer. Right. But he... he, he Definitely wants to beat him, and 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 I'm going to take that in consideration, especially with the two thousand dollar price difference in DFS. Yeah. Now, one thing to keep in mind is we are back to having a comp caution this week because there is no practice, no qualifying, so they've got to do the comp caution so that you can get a handle on uh, your car, you know, make some adjustments, whatnot. Um, so, in terms of strategy, we tend to see the top ten guys generally stay in the top 10 at Vegas. Um, you will see a lot of pit strategy based on where a guy is um, in the uh, running order at the time because they just don't want to fork over that track position here because it's so hard to get. Um, ever since they switched to this uh, 550 package, you have heard it from basically everybody on the track that if you have track position you need to do everything you can to try to keep that track position. So you will pit when everybody pits. Um, and if you have a really good track position and you don't expect it, you will run long just in the hopes a caution comes out so you can keep that track position. So um, that's not to say you can't move up here because you can. There are plenty of guys in the field who have multiple, you know, have several spots of PD um, over the last five races here. Um you know, just for sake, just for sake of an example, Brad Keselowski, the last five races here, averages eight spots of PD a race. Not saying he's a great player right now. Just saying, as an example, it is possible to move up. His average finishes 5.4. He starts about 13th to 14th a race. Um, so, he, he, you know, he does a pretty decent job of moving up. As for, um, you know, how we're going to build this week, there are a pretty decent amount of laps lead points to be had. It's 267 laps for 400 miles. Um, that's a pretty decent amount, pretty standard at a mile and a half. Clearly not as many as Bristol because um, there's about half as many laps. Um, but you can still, you know, it's going to make a difference in GPPs for sure. For cash, don't necessarily have to lock on to the laps lead dominator. Um, but you're going to need guys that are going to finish high. Cash, Ross, Chast- sure. Ross Chastain, put him in your <laughs> cash lineup every week. Just put him in your cash lineup. He'll win. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I mean, that was kind of the argument for him at Bristol last week, and it did okay. Not great. I mean, he finished 14th. I would have liked to see him move up. Uh, he was higher than that at points. He kind of faded there towards the end. Um, one, one sad part about Bristol is I live in a state in which uh, I have to use offshores to bet. Um, and because of that, I don't get to bet the props that I want to bet. I can look them up on like DK Sportsbook or Barstool or, you know, whatever casino has them or whatever, but I can't bet them. So, uh, a friend of mine was asking for some betting props. And I put this in discord, by the way, on Sunday, for those of you that could bet the props, 
Eric Jones was going off at plus oh, 750 for Jesus. top 10 finish. It's only been 10 minutes, and Eric Jones have already been mentioned. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it's only fair. You get to go off on Blaney for like five. So, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying Eric Jones was plus 750 for a top 10 finish, and I'm pissed I couldn't bet it because that was like my lock bet of the night. Um, and I would have made a nice chunk of change. Not as much as the guy that bet the 16-game parlay and then got a settlement from – the casino because there was no cash out option for Monday night because he bet the Lions against the Packers for some stupid reason. But <laughs> yeah, I would, I would, you know, that was my disappointment there for Bristol, just circling back. All right. Uh, well, um, one thing you said earlier that I want to talk about too is, is you said that at Vegas is top 10 normally keeps their spots. Everyone remember we're in the playoffs. So the top 12 racers are all playoff racers so that so their prices are all higher there's it, it's impossible to make a lineup with those guys correct um unless you add eric jones but i'm not loving eric jones' no, starting spot this player. year or th- i'm sorry this year this week because of how he player. finished at bristle so right are you so how do you feel about eric jones at his price are you saying don't GPP, don't play him. He's six thousand on Fanduel. He is. Uh, let's get the Eric Jones out of the way right now. But he's thirty-five. I'm not. I'm not on, terribly on high on him this week. All right. Um, just because. I mean, at his price. Okay. Let's let's play this out here. He's what six K on DK. Six sixty-five on DK. Sixty-one. Okay, so he's sixty-five on DK. That means he needs what thirty-one. 33 points, I guess. Um, somewhere that's, in there. Five X. Yeah, that's going to be tough. It's 16th. That's just finished position alone isn't going to get him Mm-mm. that. He's going to have to move up a few spots. He's, he's going to have to beat some playoff drivers. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know that I see that because the, the draw for Jones is that he's been better in the 750 package this year than the 550 package. Correct. Yeah, that starting spot is a bit too high for my liking. Um, back here earlier this year, by the way, in case you're wondering, he started 29th, got up to 10th. But again, he started 29th. We don't have that PD upside this time. If he finishes 10th, congratulations, he hits value. But that's a GPP play, and that's like his first top 10 in five in the last five races here. So, um. So will, will this be a week where Eric Jones is not in the play in the playbook? I haven't gotten to that point yet. We'll see. How, <laughs> see how right now, I am. There are guys that are clearly ahead of him. He's not in my top fifteen plays. I can tell you that much. All right. I just wanted to hear it from the man Matt Sells himself. Eric Jones will most likely not be in the playbook. He may put him in there just to spite me. But yeah. There it is. Well, you know, he hasn't been in the play. He hasn't been in the playbook every week. He's been in the playbook when it counts. The same as Bubba Wallace, and the same as you know. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just giving you a hard time because it's fun for the listeners. That's all I'm doing. Oh, I know everybody. In, everybody <laughs> in Discord goes, "Oh, here he goes again with Eric Jones." Okay, Eric Jones. I'm gonna buy you an Eric Jones shirt, and you have to wear it, take a picture, put it online, man. You have to. You have to. I mean, that's not the worst. That's not the worst thing I've done for a bet. I took a pie to the face like seven times last year for the. Yeah, I did that too. I was terrible at picking receivers. That's a whole other story <laughs> for the day. 
All right, let, let's talk about um, some people that that we could actually play. <laughs> See what I did there uh, this week. Uh, since it's kind of like a weird reset on the playoffs, we talked about how um, you know the top ten people or top twelve normally keep their spots. Um, let's do something a little bit different this week for the podcast. If you've listened this far and got through my Ryan Blaney love and your Eric Jones love, let's just have Matt Sells to tell me at this point right now. This is coming out Thursday morning. Like your top five people that you just like right now, um, based on salary or or just from the track that that you like that we could just play. Why not? So number one's got to be Kyle Larson. All right. I know it's you know a tired trope at this point, but look, the guy's been great in every single car he's been in this year. There is a new sponsor on his car for the Cup Series this week, and they've been sponsoring him. That car so looks sick. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. The paint scheme does. Up. It's like a matte black. Like, it looks sweet, and the sponsor's been sponsoring him since his early days in dirt racing. So there's some, you know, narrative going here uh, with Larson. He also did win here earlier this year, so it's kind of hard to, you know, discount that. He did lead 103 laps. Um, so, you know, that's the easy pick here. Um, Another guy that really does kind of intrigue me, especially at his price, is eighty-seven hundred bucks. It is going to be Brad Keselowski. Okay. Like, people want to discount that he's moving on and he's checked Fair. out. I don't think he has. He's still been putting up pretty solid finishes. He starts eighth. He had a good run here earlier this year. He's been better in the five fifty package than the seven fifty package. True. Much like, you know, Blaney. Um, not not as good as Blaney, though. I'm just putting it out there. Not as good as Blaney, for sure. <laughs> but he has been better than Logano in this package. Yeah. Um, and he has actually talked about how much it would, you know, how much it would mean to him to have a shot at the championship in his final year with Penske, given the shot that Penske gave him coming up in the Cup Series and and whatnot. So, I think there is some motivation there. Um, I do think that this track is probably his best chance to have a really good showing and bolster his standing in the top eight uh, in this round. Uh, he's not a great road racer. That's one of the tracks here. I'm pretty sure um, the next one isn't a great one for him either. Definitely um, not. No. So, you know, those are those would be my top two that I'm looking at right now. Um you wanted five guys five come on five guys just you just name them off you have to talk about why or anything just name off three other ones come on i might go as a contrarian guy ricky stenhouse jr oh god ricky 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 all right so he's been actually pretty decent here he moves up about six spots a race he's got three top Hmm. 15s in the last five races here including the one earlier this year he's starting 22nd his price is nice. I'm not going to lie. His price is really nice this week. So, um, he's, uh, what, 6800 on DK and on FanDuel. He's sitting a- around the same. So, wow. Yeah, I mean, as a contrarian guy that I don't think a lot of people are going to look at, I would take the shot on, on Stenhouse. Okay. We were talking about Cole Custer. I, 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 I like that one as a value play this week a lot. Yeah, um, you know he's seventy one hundred. That's not that's not bad. Um, wasn't the best showing here earlier, but I think the car has gotten better as he's gone this year for sure. Um, Fifty seven hundred on Fandle. 
And I, and I think I, I think people are going to look past him simply because it's an SHR car and they haven't done that much. But the starting spot is is pretty decent for him, starting 28th. It's basically free PD for you at that point. Because mm-hmm. um, if he matches top 20s, which he's perfectly capable of doing, you've got value there. Um, and then, geez, man, another one. It could be a playoff driver. It doesn't have to be. It could be anyone. Just, I mean, it's hard not to go Logano because he's won here twice. I was gonna. I, I was hoping that would be it. He does have the the track race record too here. Yeah, so. and he was looking pretty good here earlier this year. Um, I know we just said that he hasn't been great in the five fifty package, but let's face it, all it takes is one win or one one yeah. weekend oh, yeah. to be good. Um. And, you know, you can kind of dispel a I, bunch of stuff. I think Legato will be very contrarian this, this week, too, b- because of his price. Um, and what is he, uh, 9900 on on uh, DK, over, like 700 over Blaney, uh, a, a grand more than K- Keselowski. Um, very, for a GPP, could be a great play. I, I, I love it. Yeah, because I'm not even sure he has to really lead laps to hit value at that price still. Because not, he's not starting really, no. like eighth or ninth, so he could snag a top five and hit value. He, he is ninth, yeah. So yeah. if he snags a top five, he hits value, doesn't even have to lead laps to do it. So, um, you know, that that would be the five that I would be looking at right now. Yeah, see, that's a great five. You could actually almost make a lineup with those five if you – wouldn't have Larson in and replace that with Blady, just saying. But <laughs> yeah, Would I you... did strategically say all of the uh, Penske guys except for Blady. You did, you did. It um, just now occurs to me that I that I did in fact do that to you while you were on the pod. So sixty four hundred is left. Let's see, who do I like out of Priest Lejoy? No, <laughs> I mean uh, you you can't deny what Suarez has done in this package this, this year. Um, although, although he is priced pretty high. 7600 is pretty high for him. That's a little steep. Yeah. In, in my opinion. Um, you know, let's... Bubba Wallace has not been good at, at, at mile and a half. No, Priest has been sneaky good here, though. Yeah, he has. Yes, he, like, I, he's I think a that's... guy that you just kind of go, eh, it'll be okay. And then you look at his numbers and you go, eh, he's better than you think he is. Three top 20s in the last five races here. That's yeah, not- I like that. 6,300 on DraftKings and uh, going over to Fandle here looking for Priest. Still going down. That's a good thing if you're actually playing Fandle. 4,500 for Priest on Fandle. That could and be he's a starting sneaky. 24th, so he yeah. does have some decent PD upside because if he can get between, let's say, 15th and 18th, he hits value. So there you go. There's a DK lineup that I may actually enter with Larson, Logano, Kislowski, Stenhouse, Custer, and Priest. Larson, Logano, Stenhouse, Custer, and Priest. Is that a GPP lineup, obviously? Yeah, because if Larson doesn't lead a bunch of laps, you've Which got he probably will. There, oh. right? All right. I'll, now, I'm going to ask you about a few drivers that we haven't mentioned. Um, I, I like that lineup, by the way. I'm going to throw it down and probably do the same. Um, a couple of drivers I think that will be highly owned. Uh, Kyle Busch this week. Um, he's 10-8 on DraftKings. And he is also 
Uh, 13-5. Wow, that's high on Fanduel. But um, you know, he's 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 um, mad, angry, not happy. When is he, when is he not mad <laughs> and or yeah. angry? He's starting tenth. Um, how do you feel about him this week? Uh, I. It's getting harder and harder to judge Kyle Busch at this point, right? Like, yes, yes, it is. Yes, the tracks that we've thought he'd been good at in the playoffs, he's not really shown up, and he's just cussed up a storm and then tried to run over people on the way to the garage when he crashed out. Um, he's been okay at Vegas. I mean, it is his home track, but we've long since talked about the fact that Kyle Busch and Kurt Busch actually don't do all that well at their home track and then Kurt Busch went off and won a couple of years ago when he was my fate of the week um when I was still doing those and he wound up winning that race um I mean Bush has been okay at the track he has won here in the past he's won at every single track that NASCAR races at uh up through like 2020 because some of the road courses he hasn't won at yet and Whatnot, but I mean, he does have a win here. It's just not been great the last five trips to Vegas. Uh, three top tens, you know, an average finish inside the top ten, but not really a whole lot to write home about. So that's kind of a long way of going. I don't know what to do with Kyle Busch. I think anyone does. His last five races for uh, DK points: fifteen, fifty-eight. Minus 17, minus 23, and 44. So that's kind of a, a weird one. I have a feeling he's going to be high owned because of people looking for that PD for playoff drivers, but I'm kind of off of him this week. Uh, let's talk about Chase Elliott. We have to because he's obviously the people's champ. How do you feel about him this week? Um, I think he's going to be popular. I think a lot of it – well, I mean, he's always popular. He's been the most popular driver in the sport for like four years in a row now. But, I mean, like popular for DFS. He's starting 11th, which is about as far back as you can get for a playoff driver. Yeah. Um, only Christopher Bell is starting further back in 12th. Yeah, that high either. Um, I mean, Chase has been okay here at Vegas. It's kind of been a mixed bag. Either he finishes well or he's going to crash out. Or have a bad day. So it's kind of what you get with Chase at mile and a half right now. To be just plain blunt about it. Um, he has, you know, led a handful of laps here. Not, you know, not spectacular. I mean, he's in the top five of laps led per race. But, again, if he leads like 100 laps in one of them. And then you put in another four and he doesn't lead any. He's still going to be pretty decent in the average. So, um and, I think he's okay for cash, given his PD, but, like, can you really trust him on a mile and a half right now? Mm. Yeah, probably not. But people are, are still going to do it, because that's what they do with Chase, but mm-hmm. if I'm playing GPP, I may fade. I mean, at 10-2, he needs, what, 51 points for 5X? So... It's a little. That's uh, a little steep. Yeah. That's a little but, steep. I mean, it's if still he Chase finishes, Elliott, though. It's still possible. <laughs> that's right. The thing. If, so he's starting 11th. That's 32 points. So yeah. he's going to need another 18, 19 points, I guess, from that point. So let's say he gets to fifth. That's 39 in finished position and 746. So that doesn't get him there. If he finishes second, that's 42 points plus 10, 52 points gets him there. So he can finish second and not lead a single lap and hit value. Okay. 
And he'll if still he be finishes kind of third, he probably hits value two just barely. But anything other than that, he's going to need laps light. All right. Well, let's talk 2K down for Chase Elliott and a guy that I am high on for GPP only, who I think will be low owned this week and a great play is Alex Bowman. I really, really love Alex Bowman this week as a GPP play. He's starting, uh, what, seventh or eighth? Uh, seventh and uh, his price. I mean, you could do a stack with Blaney and him. I know Blaney again. Sorry, people. But 8,300 on DK playoff drivers. Been pretty decent at mile and a half tracks. I'm not quite sure what he did Vegas last time out. But I mean, for a GPP play, probably low owned starting in that playoff field. I really like him. What what are your thoughts on Alex Bowman this week? Um, yeah, I mean, certainly is a more, um, you know, GPP geared type dude. He started ninth, by the way, and finished 27th. So not great here last time. Good. Low, lower owned. Lower owned, baby. This is playoffs. Everything matters. But that being said, he did have an 82% top 15 rate, which means he just crashed out and finished 27th. I Boom. think his tire blew, if I remember correctly. Oh, that's right. It did. Okay. All right. Um, so I think it was like, you know, kind of later in the um, in the race, his tire blew. And uh, things did not, did not really go well for him there. But... Early in the season, he was a guy you could not miss on intermediates. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he and William Byron, you couldn't really miss on them at intermediate. So a guy starting seventh, I think he will be a little bit um, overlooked because mm-hmm. I think, you know, people are going to go, well, Carlos is starting 10th. Legano I'm starting counting tenth. money over here. I'm counting money over here with my Alex Bowman pick. I really like this one. I, yeah. I really like I think it's and he's been pretty speedy in this in this um, five fifty package. Generally, spe- I mean, obviously Larson's been faster, but um, Bowman's been more consistent in this package than certainly Chase Elliott um, this year. So that's a sneaky, interesting one. Yep, I've been looking at it all week, going, hmm. I want to see where it goes. And, and when they sh- showed the position, I thought, and I saw the salary. I was like, man, that could be a low-owned, freaking great stack there towards one of the top guys. I, I, I love it. Love it. Maybe I'm wrong. But that's for Rachel. on the board. Boom. By the way, that being said, I'm not playing William Byron. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not either. <laughs> I'm on board with that one, too. Yeah. He's, Even though, I mean, he's 8,900, yeah, but he's starting third, and he's probably not going to lead any laps based on who's starting behind him and who's starting in front of him. Yeah. If, if you're going to spend money for Byron and not drop down below Christopher Bell and play Alex Bowman, you're you're just silly. That's that's just silly. Yeah. I mean, I'm they, sorry. You're high. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just a bad starting spot for him, and I just don't see the path for value to Byron. Yeah. I mean, is it if you're going to play, like, let's say, I don't know, 20 lineups in a GPP, I'd sprinkle Byron in maybe one. But I just don't see the – I mean, Kislowski has the PD upside on him in a better track history and is 200 bucks cheaper. Blaney has the upside to lead laps and is 200 bucks more. Bowman's cheaper. Uh-huh. I just don't I just don't see the path to value for William I'm Byron. I'm so excited for my Bowman Blaney stacks this week. That's all I'm going to say right now. You I'm realize excited. folks that if he hits with that he's never going to shut up. <laughs> yep. 
Uh, sorry, Discord channel, but uh, it will never end. <laughs> By the way, post- the reason I was rooting for Blaney during Bristol was because I had bet him at plus 1,400. Oh, yeah. Well, I did too, but yeah. This- I also bet Hamlin at plus 600, and then the tire blew, and that was the end of that. But hey, I-, I won money uh, betting um, uh, onshore, uh, not offshore. <laughs> uh, on tel- or I'm sorry, Daytona, I won. And um, I won it in Atlanta, and I won in Michigan, betting Blaney. Unfortunately, the other uh, 20-so races, I did not win uh, betting Blaney. But you know what? You take what you can. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey. It's, 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 not, it's, it's not terrible. Um, my, top ten, my other top 10 props did not hit either because Kurt Busch was in there. Obviously, he didn't have a very good day. Um, yeah, Kyle Bush to finish top five did not work out. Um, so, dude, I, I want to know what is the Alex B- Bowman before we go? What is the uh, line on Bowman to win? I just want to know what it is. Bowman to win? To win, yeah. All right, let's go to. I, I, I may throw. I may throw a few bucks there only because it could be worth something. Obviously, I'm going to put money on on Blaney to win because I'm. A Blaine attic, as you know, mom's for Blaney, you know, everything. But what's the Bowman? Um, so I'm going to DraftKings Sportsbook. Right. Um, that's that tends to be where I get my odds. And as of right now, for the South Point 400, they have Alex Bowman going off at 18 to 1, which is plus 1800. I like it. Blaney, I... by the way, is 14 to 1. What? 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 And Larson's at plus third plus three thirty. Are you doing best bets on a wager alarm this this week? I will be doing best bets. Yes. I know I, I know Blaney's gonna be in that one now after that those odds. Jeez. But uh Blaney, Alex Bowman yeah, may make Yeah, that's move. that's pretty low odds there for yeah, that's a guy pretty more than capable of winning and has actually won at Vegas yeah. before, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's um, that's his thing. Okay. I mean, well, to see Elliot, who's been kind of terrible here at eighty at plus eight hundred, and Blaney at plus fourteen hundred makes that, sense. That's stupid. And that, by the way, Logano's plus eleven hundred, so I'm not oh, entirely sure what they're doing here. Um, yeah. And that's to win. Um, well, everyone, check out the best bets on WagerAlarm.com. When by so- the way, just so you're aware, Eric Jones will not make my long shot. No, he won't. <laughs> even it, even it, one fifty to one. Full circle, everyone. Full circle for the whole podcast. I love it. That's how you do it. Cole Custer, though, <laughs> two hundred to one. Oh, like right, two hundred, two thousand, right? Yeah, he's plus two thousand. Yeah, two hundred. Okay, yeah, yeah, two hundred to one. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say. Oh. And Priest is plus three thousand. In case you want. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. No, yeah, that's, no. That's that's just throwing Although money out I the window. I have yet. Um, I did hit one uh, with Eric Amarola at New Hampshire at 80. No, you did not hit that one. Did you really? Yeah, he was in the best bets as a long shot that week. And, but but did you actually bet it? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Wow. That I was hit, amazing. I, I hit McDowell at plus 6,600 for the Daytona 500. I remember that. Yeah, that was insane. Uh, but but I hit, Daytona, anyone can win. But I hit Kurt Bush in Atlanta at plus uh, at like thirty to one, the second time, the second Atlanta race, yes, because yeah. Blaney won the first one. Yes, uh, I hit yeah Almarola at eighty to one in New Hampshire. Um, so yeah, there's been 
I think of the 13 wins I've had, something like nine of them have been plus 700 or higher. So it's been a pretty good betting year for me. No, yeah, you've killed it. Best bets on wagerarm.com. Matt Stiles have killed it. You guys should check it out this week, too. Um, it's going to be awesome. That will be released when for the best bets on Wager Alarm? Uh, probably Friday. Um, I do have the schedule for the week in Discord. For those of you who are unaware, I will be covering the truck playbook. Malin will be covering the Xfinity playbook. And I will have the cup content out. So track breakdown, DFS rankings, projections, best bets, playbook, and core plays. And I will only be covering Discord with my off tone and ridiculous comments to everybody. <laughs> Although, uh, <laughs> as I always do. But I will answer any questions like I did when uh, last time Matt Sells was out. If you have any questions for me, I will answer them as well. Um, I think that's it, right? Do you have any value plays besides what we've already mentioned or anything? Or are we just done? I mean, we've gone through a lot. We we have gone through a lot. Um, I mean, I don't like going below 6K on DK this week. I just no, don't. yeah, no nobody down Not there. even – Briscoe's the last person. He's at 6K. I'm and I'm, I'm not really on him either. Yeah. Um, McDowell. Uh, yeah. And then you got the you know fast pasta and and, and you got the Haley's, the Yaley's, the yeah. I mean he's good at eating pasta, but he's uh, uh I mean he can eat pasta really fast. That's what we've learned. But he can't drive a car very fast, and that's the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's... That's the crux of the situation there with fast Boston. So uh, that'll do it. And again, any questions y'all have, I'll be in Discord because I'm not leaving my computer for the next like 96 hours, basically. Yeah, we have literally handcuffed him to his computer, people. He is not leaving. He he will not leave. Yeah, between MLB, DFS, NFL, NASCAR, it's gonna be a fun weekend. <laughs> Only NASCAR, right? No, only NASCAR. <laughs> well, yeah, we're going to crush it in NASCAR. We're going to have some some nice wins uh, in Vegas. Feeling pretty good when about does, When does Dan Malin come back from vacation? Uh, he will be back for next weekend. Okay. So I guess I will have to cover him in Discord as well. Darn. I, I, I hate it. That was being very sarcastic. I love it. So we'll, uh, I will help out in that situation. Just so you're not handcuffed too well. Uh, to your computer and doing everything you have for the weekend. So, uh, hey, thank you for having me on, man. It's been a been a pleasure. Look, Vegas, like you said earlier, only shows happen in Vegas. It's going to be a show, and uh, I look forward to it. Thank you, and uh, good luck, everyone, this week uh, with your lineups. And uh, any, any last words, Matt Sells? Nope. Um, you know, just uh, good luck, FA Nation, and we'll see you in the green. Love you, FA Nation.